Living in a wealthy nation, it's easy to forget the luxury that I live in. Okay, don't get me wrong, our annual income qualifies us for government assistance, but compared to most of the people in the world, I live like a king. Every day I drive by people who live under bridges. I mean, some of them are mentally ill, and some of them are addicted to drugs, and some just found themselves in a tailspin they weren't able to pull out of. I mean, here on the West Coast, homelessness is reaching epidemic proportions. And this isn't really the forum to figure out how to solve that problem. But I do think we need to consider spiritual callousness. Do I even see the people suffering around me? Listen, I get it. I know that a lot of these folks are suffering from self-inflicted wounds. And I know that handing money to a person with a drug addiction is not helping them. I get it. It's a tough situation. But you know what? You know the one thing I'm not allowed to do as a Christian? I'm not allowed to stop seeing them. I'm not allowed to not care. Let's step back a little further and get a bigger picture of the world. Now, I live in the Western world in the United States. And if you're listening to this in the U.S. or the U.K. or Canada or Australia or Europe, well, you're in a similar situation. So guess what? I'm rich. Okay, not compared to the rich people in my country, but compared to people living in what we so sterilely call the third world? Yeah, I'm rich. I share a room with one person, my wife. People in the third world share a room with their entire family. And that room's their entire house. I have air conditioning and a car. I work in a comfortable office and I can predict what my income's going to be. Day laborers in the third world hope to get work each day and a lot of days they go without. Okay, Chris, we get it. Life is good in the West. So what? Well, in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31, Jesus tells a parable about two people, a rich guy and a poor guy. Now, we don't know the rich guy's name, but the poor guy's name is Lazarus. Lazarus used to lay in the doorway of the rich guy's house. And the gospel tells us that Lazarus was covered in sores, would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table, and dogs even used to come lick his sores. So it's safe to say that Lazarus' life was pretty rough. In the parable, when he passes away, it says that he's carried by angels to the bosom of Abraham. And the rich man also dies that same week, and he goes to torment in fire. And in the parable, the rich man's aware of Lazarus. It says he can see him from his torment and he begs, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm suffering torment in these flames. And Abraham replies, my son, child, remember you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he's comforted here, whereas you are tormented. So does that mean if you live in the West and have comfort, you're headed for torment? Well, no, not necessarily, but, but you might be. I mean, as a Christian, we don't get to ignore the poor. We don't get to ignore the suffering. The gospel is a wake-up call. So maybe it's time for us to stop comparing ourselves to the people who have more than us and start comparing our situation to people who have less. And rather than priding ourselves on what we have, maybe we need to start doing more for those who have nothing. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.